Dramatica analysis of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, recorded June 11, 2013, led by Chris Humley. All right, well, tonight we uh, watched Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, which was a throwback <laughs> to the 70s. Um, very fun. Late 60s. Late 60s, like, oh, okay, 69. that's right. Yeah, 69. Ooh. Well, it's, uh, uh, and so can't go very uh, fast, huh? Yes. You didn't see the, the, the old person. No, I think I was, what, 11 when I saw Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was on a date. <laughs> so, let's uh, identify at least four through the lines. Let's start there. This is probably the easiest part of the, of the evening. All right. What's the overall story about? Um, getting tough on uh, uh, train robbers. A little... More basic. Um, what happens to tra train robbers when... The bank they, robbers. They're not train robbers. I'm they only robbed train, rob trains, incidentally, because oh, there was... Right, bank. bank. So basically it's about... Because banks don't move. Yeah. yeah. Aging bank robbers. Yeah, yeah. Who don't recognize the time that that's passed to the change. Mines, right. Yeah, right. No country for old bank robbers. <laughs> that's right. Social security benefits for train, train right. Okay, and who is the main character? Crane Roberts. Oh yes, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the train Roberts. Whatever. Thank you. Huh? The train Roberts. The train Roberts. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, main character is Butch. Absolutely. Even though the original title was the Sundance Kid and Butch Cassidy. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, I watched why. the. I watched the. They had they had a whole interview with. Uh, yeah. William Goldman. So yeah, I yeah. Watched that too. Yeah. And the influence character. Uh, I say Harrigan. Harrigan from the railroad. Oh no, he's. No, I mean I, he certainly wouldn't be on it at a personal level having any influence over Butch. Oh. Remember, the influence character is the one that has the sort of personal impact on the main character, so the, the owner of the bank, uh, the owner of the uh, train really would not uh, have that kind of connection, because that's really up here in the bank robbing, train robbing part of the story. And what is the kind of relationship between Butch and Sundance? Um, comrades in arms, or brother, you know, sort of yeah, best buddy, friends, it's a buddies. It's a buddy yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, first. All right. Uh, now, why is the influence character not the girlfriend? Because she never influences anybody. Okay. I mean, normally you'd see, you see there's, it could have been a love triangle, it wasn't. It was, right. they made, they made, was real very clear. clear. At first, before I saw the movie, I thought, you know what? Ed is probably the impact <coughs> character. Saw it again, I realized she never impacts anybody. Yep. No, but they made it very, very abundantly clear that she wasn't. Right. You know, they, show, they showed them all together, and there was no jealousy, there was no competition, there was, she was the third wheel. And nobody ever listened to her. Well, they did. She was kind of a little bit Guardian-esque, you know. She's the one who was able to teach him <coughs> Spanish. She was, you know, she was yeah. there as a... They listened to her for that, but, you know. 
Right, but she was not nothing at a personal level, no. Yeah. Nothing at a personal level. Okay. Um, I'm going to do something a little different than I normally do. I'm going to start with the domains. Because I think the domains are the easiest thing about this, other than the peoples. Um, so where do we think the overall story is? Uh, ro- ro- robbing and um, banks. Well, right. So which domain? Are we in situation, activity, fixed attitude, or manipulation? Activity. Okay. Initially, I thought situation. But uh, they're not stuck. They kind of are. No, I mean, look what's causing conflict. Okay. They keep on robbing people, even right up to the very end. Remember, right before they, right, right before the end. And the situation is that time has passed them by, and they're still. Uh, I don't think people. that's. I don't think that's the bank robbers so much as Butch and, and Sundance or one of the others that it's passed by. I think that. I think that that's sort of a thematic element of it, but I don't think literally, you know, that really wasn't what was going on. I also think that was a a. Um, storytelling style choice, just like putting in the anachronistic music, you know, by putting this, putting things, showing them out of, out of time, you know, so they're not really combined together, that it goes with that same type of thing. Here you have this, the world is changing, they're not, they're sort of becoming dinosaurs, and uh, things keep on uh, progressing and getting bigger and bigger, and they keep on just behaving as if nothing else has happened. The, the only thing that they do is maybe try to move away from that to a place that's, again, more like it used to be. Um, so if that was, that'd be activity, that, if that's the overall story. I would put the relationship in manipulation, and how do we see that? Well, that's because... Butch, especially, is always trying to manipulate Sundance into doing all these crazy things. Right. That he doesn't even, want to do. Even though they're stupid as hell, but... Or sometimes they work, and some, you know, sometimes they don't, but yes, I mean... Well, mostly they don't. Mostly they get them out of a scrape, but they don't get them out of the fire, you know? Right. So the, you know, getting him to jump off the cliff... Um, getting him to move to Bolivia, um, you know, all, all these, you know, even at the very end, the last scene, well, I was thinking, let's go, let's to, Australia. go to Australia, you know. So I think that it definitely is at a very light, you know, almost a, not quite comedic, but, but very light um, manipulation type relationship. But that seems consistent. So now it's just as a matter of, do we see Butch as a situation or a fixed attitude character? And I think this is probably easier thought of in terms of is Butch a doer or a beer? And why? Well He's gotta be a doer. Go ahead. I was gonna I was gonna say situation uh, I wasn't less thinking of doer or beer, but I was thinking he's concerned about ruling, about his situation of being of being in charge of, of the hole in the wall gang. Uh, his situation of of the the West is cha- things are changing. He doesn't like it, you know. Right, but 
I think, remember, we're talking about this personally. Not what the big, not what the story requires, but what personally, what's his preference? How does he prefer to do things? You know, um, he's a thinker. He, he's, he's not only a thinker, I mean, it isn't until four-fifths of the way through the movie that we find out he's never even killed anybody. You know, he's, he, you know, and even him talking to Woodcock, trying to, you know, persuade him out of, you know, getting blown up. I mean, that's not a doer. That is a beer. He's someone who's, you know, he try. he's, he's the thinker. He's always the one thinking about what our next plan is. Um, uh, and he doesn't want to fight the guy because he knows perfectly well he's not going to win, but. So he psychs him out, essentially. You know, the, the big the big guy. Harvey. You know, so he, he his approach is always trying to do it cerebrally. And on the flip side of that, if that is true, then that would mean that Sundance would be in situation. And there's an excellent example of that. And can you think of this? If you, can you think of the, the scene in which Sundance's external state, or shall I say status, is, uh, sort of defines him. It's early on in the film. The card game. The card game. Because when does it become an issue? Oh, I didn't know you were the Sundance kid. Suddenly, it's all different. Because he has that <coughs> reputation, that status, that is assigned to him, you know, warranted or not, it's still this this thing that sort of um, that comes along with him. That is absolutely a, a a state. That's a situation. It's sort of he's it's a reputation he's stuck with, uh, and eventually, it's, you know, those turn into the uh, the um, the oh, was it the Robert Gringos, or whatever they <laughs> think Spanish what for Yankees. Was. Yankees, Robert's that's Yankees. right. The Rob, yes, the, the robbing Yankees. Banditos Yankees. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's again, sort of that status type of a thing. And of course, he's the one who represents it because he's the one who actually is to, who does the shooting. Right. So I think that I think that works pretty well in terms of defining them at the, at the broadest sense. So we have Sundance as a situation. Butch, fixed attitude, the overall story and activity, and the relationship and manipulation. Give me an example where you see Butch's fixed attitude. Well, remember, it's fixed attitude. It's a, a state of mind. Right. All right. So he um, he's an optimist. He's always looking yeah. for the uh, the positive side of it. Right. Uh, he you know it's it's remember they're being chased. Well, they're not going to follow us this year, you know. It's like, they're camping. Who are these guys? Right. You know, he's the way he sees the world, these people won't act like that because they won't do things like that. You know, and so he, all these, the, the, these um, hired professionals, when they track him down, you know, they have no, he has no idea. And even at the very end, you know, when they say, okay, well, I'll get the horses and, you know, and... They jump out. He's not thinking that any that they have a whole, you know, army there, 
because he doesn't see himself as being a, a big threat. As long as he didn't have Joe Fours out there. Well, no, and he wasn't worried about that. It was it was Butch. That it was Sundance that was worried about that. No, it's Butch. He says you didn't see Joe Fours out there, did you? And that's a, no. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. But he's smart enough to know that, okay, we can't... Well, I mean, Sundance is the one who says we can't beat that guy, those guys. Again, he's the he's the sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's now go over to the overall uh, the story outcome. Success or failure? It has to be failure. Because? It's a failure they, they, because... They, they die at the end. No. Dying isn't necessarily a success or failure. Now, it may be indicative of it, so what is it that they're trying to do? Their occupation is a failure. Pardon? Their occupation is a failure. Right. They basically are trying to, they have a career as bank robbers, and they get killed during the, you know, because they're bank robbers. So that is why it's, it's, it's a failure. Right. Because obviously, if they'd escaped, they would have gone to... Australia and continued on with their livelihood, and that would have been it. So yes, that that I mean I wasn't disagreeing with your your suggestion. I'm just trying to make sure we understand why. Um, story driver is it action driven or decision driven, and and why? You know I think it's just, I hate to say this, but I think it's decision driven. Okay. The first thing that we see. Is Butch going in and making a decision not to rob that first bank? Um, and how does that set actions into motion? Well, because he's always deciding what they're going to do next. Right, but remember what the, what the driver does. It's the thing that changes the course of story. You're always going to have actions and decisions and actions and decisions and actions. But one of them is going to be the thing that changes it. Where do the where are the big act turns? What are the the big? I mean, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm just saying what are the things that that um, well, let's change see. the course of it? First act would be the super posse. When the super posse starts uh, chasing them. Okay. I'm thinking. Yeah, it's really weird because it's so distorted time-wise. Yeah. With, with I, the, with the, with you're not going to go 30, 30, 30 60, 30, um, something like no. that. Did you have a, I'm a Sam? I'm going to argue action, um, the comeback, and the bank. What happened to the old bank? It's changed. Uh, uh, they come back to the hole in the wall, and Harvey says he's in charge, you know, so... Um, and uh, they they're forced to they're forced to they're trapped and they're forced to decide to jump into the jump off the gorge, you know. So they're not forced to. Yeah, but if they decide to jump, well, what do actions drive decisions? Of decisions drive actions. They're not forced to decide. I mean, they're not forced to jump, but they have they're trapped. As a, I'm calling that an action, which forces them to make a choice. And ultimately, it wraps up, the climax happens when? Not the end, but the, you know, well, actually, no, the end. It's over when what? When they get killed. They get killed, right, which is an action. You know, the, the super posse, the super posse trapping them, that is, you know, basically 
story's over until they just then they decide to jump as a as a their only way out of that. But um, the super Papazi shows up definitely changes the course of events from that point. They're moving to Bolivia is a big it's the big act change. And the last one that seems to happen before the end is um, Edda leaves. You know, so now they're, you know, they they don't have their their, their reel there anymore. How about it when the when the, the Union Pacific Railroad decides to to? Um... Or I guess what ha- actually really what happens is they get attacked and the guy the guy that that they're they're protecting gets killed and then they have to kill those people. Yeah, yeah. That's really what changes that. That's the act turn and that's the thing that that's why Edda decides to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I, 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 I was thinking that it was a decision, but I, I think you're right on Hapian. But I, I was thinking because it, um, um, the Union Pacific Railroad decided to, to, to up the ante. For, for well, we don't see that. What we see is we see the super posse, we see the train show up, that second train show up with the super posse. Yeah. That's an action. Oh, I see. Okay. See, if we saw them deliberating about what are we going to do about these bank robbers, the train you. robbers, oh, you. let's hire ourselves. I get you. That would be decision. decision. Okay, no no okay. problem. Okay. But, but from what we can tell, the first thing we know about it is these guys show up. Yeah, yeah. I'll just put I'll put a dotted underline on their action because it's, you know, it, it maybe not as strong. How about uh, story limit, time lock, or option lock, and why? It's option lock. They hadn't gone to that one place with the mule. Well, one place isn't enough for option lock. So what are the options? Leave, leave uh, Bolivia. Leave the states yeah. or Bolivia. The yeah. states, they're aging bank robbers in a world that's changing around them. They're an anachronism. So in order to make a living, there are only certain ways they can do it. They try it the way they normally do it. And that doesn't go well for them because the the uh, train guy decides I'm not going to play by those rules. I'm going to up the ante, and and suddenly the whole in the wall gang is pretty much killed, except for our heroes. And so they go, okay, well, you know, after the very long chase, <laughs> they go, well, let's get out of here and let's go to Bolivia. So they go to Bolivia. And then they start doing the same thing, um, but then they hear that they've been followed. That's that. Remember, that's that's the one thing that changes. Remember, is that they find out that White Hat has come to Bolivia. <coughs> that's the action. That's what changes things. That's why. At they least decide. so they think. They don't know if that's actually Joe LaForge or not. No, they don't. No, but they see that and they go, "Okay, we're going to go legit." Right. And then, so they try the legit route. That doesn't work. And then they lose their, their support system with Etta, and she was the one who sort of helped train them, and they, she left. And they're kind of at wit's end, and they're sort of okay trying to figure out what they're going to do, and during that last, what they're going to do is when the, you know, when the crisis happens. You know, that last scene when they, they come in. After they, remember they just robbed some folks who, had nothing, 
So that's not going to work. <laughs> so pretty much, step by step, all the ways that they normally would be doing their job stop. You know, get dry up, and then all of you, and then you know the uh, the authorities catch up to them before the um, and, and create the crisis. So they and they don't escape. So with the story limit like that where you don't really necessarily set it out at the beginning of the story, but along the way, I guess, the audience gets the idea of what it is. Is that the idea, like, as long as at the end that they know that... Well, you, can, well, you can see it, because as it's going along, one of the, there are two scenes that they cut out, and one of them would have made it a lot more obvious. Um, are you arguing... Wait a minute. Are you arguing this is a time lock? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that it's an option lock, but I was trying to say, what are the options? Oh, okay. And one of the things that they see, it's toward the end of the movie, right before Etta leaves, a scene that they cut out was the three of them go into a theater and they see a movie, a, a reel, that shows them getting killed. You know, so in other words, it's already been fictionalized, they're already legends, they just haven't died yet, you know. And that sort of so the only step that was left is basically, you know, either completely remove yourself out of the picture so that, that you don't get, you know, history doesn't roll over you or it's going to catch up, and that's, it catches up. And, and you know, it's interesting, I guess the reason they took it out is it was made it a bit dark. You know, made it, it brought down the, the light tenor of the film. The other, the other scene that they cut out was while they're... After, after the, on their legit job, and the uh, their benefactor get their boss gets shot, and they're hiding because the bandoleros are out there sh- shooting. They have a conversation about well, what what are we going to do, and you know where, where do we go from here? Which would, of course, that's the part that's missing that we don't really get, but we don't really need to because it's pretty obvious what they do, and they, so they just showed it instead of uh, said it. So, no, it's definitely an option lock. But, you know, each of those, trying to, trying to remain the same in the world that's changing, their options get narrower and narrower because they, they go, you know, try to go to cruder and cruder places, but even those backward places have more organized um, authorities than what they were used to back when they were sort of in their prime. All right, now... Main character resolve. Change is steadfast. I think it's steadfast. Okay, then how how do we see um, Sundance as a change character? I'm not I I am not disagreeing with you, but I want yeah, to okay. hear it. I give up. No, I you know, or, or make, make the, make I don't the, see any of them changing. No, no, make the argument that why he's a steadfast character. Right? Because he does everything the same way that he always has. So done give up for all since those the years. beginning and at the end, and shows that it's the same. Yeah, he he's a bank robber with. You know, at the beginning, in in a war, you know, where he's using pistols against advancing technology. It's not like he's Bonnie and Clyde with the fastest car and the Thompson submachine guns. You know, where he can kind of even the odds. But I think if you look at it more of a personal level, remember the thinker. He's always got a scheme. Yeah. And even at the end, when they're holed up at the end, he's got a scheme. Right, that's that's he hasn't changed. He's still the he's still 
the same guy. The same guy selling the same old... the same way as all. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that I agree. I think he is a steadfast character. So how do we see Sundance changing? Well, he's tired of... a question more, more than a statement, I suppose, but if, if this was a judgment of bad... Well, we haven't made that decision yet, so that's fine. No, right. <laughs> I'm just saying if, then if, could, Sundance, could Butch be the change character, but it's a failure? <laughs> he fails to change, and Sundance is still steadfast? Does that work like that? No, it doesn't. There's no causal okay. relationship there. Okay. Because you can have it good and change. <laughs> you know, there, right. there, there isn't a, a combination there that's not legit. So that's why you have to actually look to the, the example. And that's one of the reasons why I didn't go to good or bad, because I think it's right. somewhat ambiguous. Um, but I wanted to go with the steadfast, because I think that's a, or, or the, the, the resolve, because I think that's a little clearer. Well, I, so I think to, the original question then is Sundance. Right, so how does Sundance change? I think he does, but granted it's not a... But where does... What does a change character change to? No. It changes to where the main character is. Right. So the main, the, the, so Sundance at the end, who has very, been very skeptical about all of these plans and things, etc., that, that Butch has put out there, in that last scene, he's like, all right, I'll buy into it. It's not too far, right? But, okay, I'll buy into it. You know, like, he's he's letting go of sort of a, a bit of the reputation and, you know, then going more with the dream. And I think that that's where we see a very, very slight... Budge, because um, we don't have any time for that to be paid off or anything, because he's immediately killed. Right. But uh, so yeah, I that think makes sense when you say that uh, Butch is a optimist. I see Sundance as being more of a realist, maybe. Mm -hmm. So you're saying there he moves from, even though they know it's a it's a ho hopeless situation, he's choosing to move to that. Right, kind of because he, he, you know, he's shot. He knows he's not getting away. He's, he's, he's right. but he goes, okay, I'll buy into this. I can, you know, I can look. I can, it'll, It's making me feel better. <laughs> I suppose, although he seems a little more jaded towards the end when they when they get to Bolivia. I mean, when he gets off the train and he's basically saying, you know, how do you know this isn't the garden spot of? Right, but right. How do you know people don't? Well, that's he hasn't changed. He, he, but I never heard that out of him before. It's when they get to Bolivia that he. Yeah, but that's halfway. That's halfway through the movie. I know. Right. So I mean, the thing is, well, what do you mean? At the very beginning, first scene where you and the, the scene when he's playing cards, you know, he's going to kill the guy. There's no question of it, and he, he allows Butch to sort of talk the way through to get get it out successfully without killing him. And then you have the scene with Etta that looks like it's going to be a rape. And then you have, you know, so you've got this persona that he has that is in the dark, you know, the man in black, etc. By the end, in that last scene, he's, he's much more of a, a, a 
you know, much more like Butch, you know, much more <coughs> willing to uh, to give in to wishful thinking. <coughs> and it's easy because you've got, you know, Butch there manipulating him the whole time, too. So he just sort of, his resistance goes away, and he, he, he sort of buys into it. Um, again, really subtle, really easily, you know, I'm sure that, I don't have any idea if that's exactly what, the way it was designed, but it's enough there that it, that it's, they're not so far apart that it looks, you can easily see that there's the, the growth that direction, at least. At least, uh, which is steadfast. Okay, how about, and we already know, which is a beer, how about problem-solving style, linear or holistic? This looks, I think, pretty simple. What do you say, James? Sam? Sam? Oh, boy. Uh, well, let's see. I, he, uh, shooting from the hip, I'd say holistic. He's uh, just kind of sees the big picture and pulls things together. Uh, but... Uh, Isn't he about a little, that, seems so. a little more direct than that, though. I mean, you know, when he gets back to the camp and they've decided, this other person's decided to take over, it's like, hey, what's the matter? Didn't you like me? You know, did, did, what, you know trying to, it's like, okay, then, uh, you know, and okay, I have to fight you. Well, I know I can't fight you, so I will change the rules. And I'm not going to tell you that, but I'm going to change the rules. And he, he uses these rules as a way to to befuddle his his uh, opponent and then takes advantage of that. I mean, and again, the Bolivia thing. Look, it's really tough here. We can't do it. Bolivia, eh, that's, you know, it's backward. It's easy. We'll be able to, we'll be able to do whatever we want. You know, so it's like... Uh, he does like, Har he likes Harvey's idea of uh, robbing the train and then robbing it again immediately. That right. seems linear. Right, very much so. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he poo-poo's and he's like, hey, you know, that's a good idea. They won't expect that. <laughs> of course, he's wrong. But, uh, the, uh, I mean, and, you know, and he, he's constantly doing that, but he's frequently in error. You know, he's frequently making those wrong <laughs> decisions. So wrong. it's not working well for him. <laughs> But that seems to be does seem to be a much more linear character, linear thinker. Um, all right, so let's um, let's bring up the software. I'm not sure how far we can go down below this, you know. But uh, do you want to guess at judgment, or are we going to wait and see? Oh uh, well, yeah. Let's talk about judgment. Thank you. Anybody have a, a strong feeling one way or the other? Not and, and don't project what you as an audience member want it to be. That's the one thing about this because they're very, very sympathetic characters. I know, but don't you go a lot of times on judgment as to how you feel at the end? It's a place to start, but you need to you need to justify it with material from the film. So yes, is it, so is it a, is it a full-on tragedy? Is it a failure bad story? 
kind of felt that way to me, but I'm, I'm know you're going to say it wasn't. So, uh, I think it was fair good. I mean, at they the died end, as they at, the, at the end, they're talking about it. They're still look, thinking about going the next, the next thing. Yeah, they yeah. died as they wanted, would have. Right. They're not. They're not like, oh crap, you know, or you know, they've and. This is where I think if they had left in the movie, it would have been a lot clearer because they would already have known that their their legend is already established. They're not really thinking about it in that sense, and I think that it may have been too much on the nose. But the freeze frame, you know, with them going out shooting, it's just like Thelma and Louise flying off the the end there. You know, that's sort of seen as a triumph. You know, the women over the men, even though, of course, we don't see the car going down into the, into the valley there. But I think it's the same kind of thing. And you also see it freeze and turn into the tin type, you know, the sepia tone, which goes to the very beginning, which has the, uh, the newsreel about sort of the Jesse James and... I mean, not Jesse James, but Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid as these bigger-than-life bank robbers. But I think that's kind of an old Western legend, too. Going down, blazing, going down. Right, right. You know, you know if they were going to have to go down, this is the way they'd want to go down, as opposed to being, you know, tra- captured and put away in, a j- in jail or, you know, hung or, you know, stunned. Something that would uh, have been an otherwise rather unpleasant end. But I think it's supposed to be a personal triumph ending. I don't think it's supposed to be a full-on tragedy. No. I think that that's also, I think the... It's consistent with the the sense of what the movie is supposed to be, the uplifted part of it. It's not supposed to be a huge downer. And the tone. Up right. It's not like the Bonnie and Clyde ending, where they right. you know, show, show them all bloody and get, you know, um, you know killed, and then, uh, then everybody... You know, holding them up, Dad, and going, "Hey, we won, we won." You know, it's, it's that's that's not the <laughs> that's a it's a different story. Okay, so let's uh, bring up the software. Are you going to do that on yours or? Oh yeah. We can also, if you want, we can leave the good or bad, but I'm, I'm, I feel pretty good about that. The overall story is that too. It doesn't change anything else. Uh, yeah, it can. It, it's a connected it thing. What? But it doesn't here. I don't know. We haven't tried to make any of the other choices. <laughs> okay. Well, let me, actually, let me do that. Let me put it back to either. And we'll see what we have available, and that might make a difference. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling we don't know. I'm not sure there's enough story there to uh, do it, but I don't know. Could be wrong. All right. And I'm going to bring up the... Um, doesn't seem to change the concerns I need for the main character.
No, no, it'll be much. Le- it'll be things like unique ability, critical flaw, that kind of stuff, or benchmarks. Okay, so now we need to figure out what concerns we have. Uh, there's past understanding memory, developing a plan, that set, or how things are changing, doing, impulsive responses, and playing a role, or the present, gathering information, contemplation, conceiving an idea, or the future, obtaining innermost desires, and changing one's nature. Um, do any of those and the overall story you've got a choice of four you know, understanding, doing, obtaining, or gather, learning, uh, gathering information do any of those seem to be a, a consistent concern from beginning to end obtaining yep uh, I w- you know, I, I really, when I was watching it, I really wanted it to be how things are changing and, you know, <laughs> uh, doing impulsive responses and playing a role. But I I think now that, and that was when I put the overall story in situation, but the, with the activity, the overall story and activity, obtaining, you know, t- they're constantly uh, trying to rob a bank or and everyone's concerned. Or the other side is trying to stop, keep them from from robbing a bank. Uh, Butch's innermost desires of uh, always kind of dreaming. And now, here's the one thing I would say about that, just yeah. just as a comment. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot of focus on what they actually obtain. Yeah, it's, they're always It's the process them, you know, of yeah. of bank robbing that everybody seems to be concerned with. Right. As opposed to any particular amount, we never know how much money they have, and or you know, or how much they've spent, or whatever. That we always just see them doing stuff. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, that's uh, well, that was my original feeling. You're right. Yeah. And if you look at playing a role between the two of them, there's definitely they each have a very specific role in that one scene with the card game. You you clearly had you know good cop bad cop going on there, where Butch is trying to be the good cop and and you know Sundance by because of his reputation is sort of the bad cop because he's going to kill the guy and uh, you know there's sort of that and and so they play along in that that role to get what they end up wanting. And Butch is a thinker and. Sundance is the, the reputation, is the gun. right? And <laughs> so. and you see, one of the things I think you see with Sundance is with this how things are changing in his situation is like okay here he, here he is this really hotshot um, bank robber and shot and then you know they get to Bolivia and it's like this things are getting real you know things are getting worse. <laughs> This isn't an improvement. Maybe this is the garden. Maybe this is the garden spot of all of Bolivia. You know, so you can see how he is definitely seems to have that concern about, you know, how things seem to be degrading over time. Um, you know, going from that cool, calm person he is at the beginning to having to jump off this, you know. 
this cliff and to and, and possibly drowning and all the, all these things that he uh, is less and less comfortable with. So if we select doing as the overall story concern, um, we can now move down into the elements. I mean the, the variations and start to find out where we have our our uh, thematic material. So if you look at um, Butch, you've got value, worth, confidence, and worry, which I think that's a good set for him. In the overall story, you've got wisdom, enlightenment, skill, and experience. Um, and in Sundance, you've got fact, fantasy, security, and threat. That works really well, I think, for his reputation, etc. Um, and then in the relationship, knowledge, thought, ability, desire, which is kind of neutral, um, at least in terms of what I see in the film. So where do we... Is there, is there a pair of any of those that seems stronger... Like, do wisdom enlightenment feel stronger than skill or experience, or vice versa in the overall story? Which pair seems stronger? Skill and experience. And uh, do you have any, can you pull anything out to support that? Well, just that when they are successful, it's because they're doing things that they've been successful doing before. Uh, when they rob someone, you know, it's like Sundance says at one point in time, you don't have to tell me how to rob a bank. I know how to rob a bank. So they're obviously, you know, they're running the playbook. And the people that they get to try to capture them have far greater skills and potentially experience. You know, they're talking about what you call Baltimore. Not, Lord, Baltimore. Lord Baltimore, you know, that's a, definitely a skill issue. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't think that that sounds that sounds good. And also, if you that would also, if you look at our main character, it means he's going to be dealing much more with confidence and worry rather than value and worth. And I think that's that's a much stronger pair as well, because uh, he certainly seems to be a little bit. Uh, Butch seems to be somewhat overconfident. <laughs> But also, you know, it does get worried about, you know, what's happening, and that seems to be much, much, pretty strong for the two of them. So um, let's uh, let's go down to the element level and just look look inside and see what's going on in in skill and experience. I've forgotten. Tell me how you're doing that again. I just double click on double click on it. Yeah, just double double click on the smaller level. It'll zoom in. There's also a button toward the bottom of the window that says zoom in. Um, and that's wherever you're selected, it will zoom in. Um, so in skill, we have effect, cause, trust, and test. In experience, we have accurate, non accurate, expectation, and determination. Hmm. Which one are we on? Over here in the overall story. Um, then if we go to let's move over to the main character domain, confidence we have theory, hunch, trust, and test. Which actually that sounds like a pretty good quad. 
um, worry, we have accurate, non-accurate result and process. Accurate, non-accurate is not bad. Um, Couldn't it be the other two, too, because you haven't really picked... Well, we were looking at confidence of worry as being, being oh, stronger. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it could be, but um, you, know, you have ending, unending, expectation, determination. It seems, you know, one of the things it seems with with uh, with Butch. I mean, theory seems to be that, you know, he's got this sort of plan. Uh, this is how it's going to work out. I've got this idea that if we do this, it's going to work this way, it's going to work this way, this way. And it <laughs> never seems to work out the way they do it. Um, you know, uh, even, even with him looking at the... Uh, You know, what will happen is if they're going to surround us, they're going to starve us out, they're going to do this, going to do that, going to do that. Um, And then, you know, now the question is, would that be the... I don't don't think it would be the problem. It could be. It's sort of his drive. He's always got this, you know, theory, this plan, this... uh, This... uh, Is it... uh, an unbroken chain of relationships leading from a premise, premise to a conclusion. I could, I could see that as being his source of his drive. He says, if I we get this, 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 well, that's going to make it work for us. So this is the, and of course it keeps on not working so well for them. Um, because he doesn't, he doesn't really use hunch much. I don't think. So, so let's just try that as a problem. Let's just, just, just try it. See what we end up with. So you end up with the symptom of test and the response of trust, which for him that sounds pretty good because he's always just a like trust me. <laughs> I got this right. Try to trust me. You know, don't don't. You don't need to test this. This just trust me. What does that do with our overall story? Use the overall story. The problem is the effect. And then we have test and trust. Symptom and response. It's funny. You can use the master. It comes up there. Uh, when you put test and trust in there, the symptom and response, the problem and solution become theory and knowledge. Right. Right, because they're they're all connected. Right, and so we, that also means that we have for um, but for Sundance, the problem is effect. The solution is cause. The symptom is process, and the response is result. That's brutal. I know because it's just not there's not a whole lot there. Yeah. Well, what do we have for? Our main character unique ability. Let's see. We've got value and worry. Worry might be good, but again, it's undermined. What's so? What's critical flaw? Ability 
have thought. <laughs> um, well, ability might be his critical flaw. Remember, he can't actually do much. He doesn't, right. he doesn't, he doesn't have... He can't, he can't, he can't kill people. Now, if we go over and set the judgment to bad, let's see how that affects things. I think we're going to see... Yeah, we end up with worry and thought. Then we're down to one story point. Wow. Didn't we say it was good? Well, with good. Oh, with good. Oh, with that's good, right. it's with one good. story form. So it is with bad. So if it's you good... You think it's bad if they were, like, fools. Oh, there's ability, right. <laughs> Value and ability. So with the unique ability of um, Sundance as fact, his critical flaw skill... Well, remember, he doesn't. It's a failure story, so that, and the skills actually end up doing them. <coughs> the benchmark of changing one's nature and the relationship. Problem of expectations. What? Do I not have it? Oh, I think you have successes then. Oh, I do. I have success. That's not success. It's failure. Failure. There we go. It's much better. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Accurate and inaccurate. Knowledge and confidence. Let's just... Let's get sign what, what quadrant are you in? I'm sorry. I was looking... Well, if I went back to the story engine... And okay. So now you can the master end. You can see um, the main character. We have the problem as theory. Then yes. the symptom is test. The response is trust. The benchmark for the main character in most desires. Uh, the benchmark for the influence character is the future, uh, or the lack thereof. And the benchmark for the overall story is obtaining. Picture obtaining where that's that's more appropriate. How is a real is is a poignant with with the bicycle? uh, You know, he says goodbye to the future. It seems like an overall story thing, but he throws the bicycle and says, "Well, that mean anything (laughs) to me?" Well, I think that's again. I think thematically, it's you know, it's about these guys who are past, who are out of date. You know, right. they're 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 out of time. They don't they don't they can't move into the future. They're sort of stuck in the in the ever growing past. But the but it's the present is for them is continuing to be less and less relevant to everybody compared to everybody else. I mean, you know, if you wanted to stretch it, um, you know, with the benchmark of innermost desires, you can easily see that, you know, the, 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 he had lots and lots of fun with the bicycle, etc., and so by giving that up, it's sort of like, you know, getting rid of something that he, that he, he enjoyed, but is not, it's not going to work. For him, I don't know. I think that's really good. definitely a turning point. You're, yeah, that makes sense as far as benchmark goes. Yeah, I mean, I think that, but I think that's reading a little too much into it. 
And I think what's interesting, if you look at the consequence, the consequence is playing a role. And I think that's what the legend thing is. You know, where being a, becoming a legend is essentially you're, you're no longer a real person, you're now this flat set of characters, historical <coughs> characters that lived a certain way, and it's not at all necessarily representative of who you are. So you're sort of relegated to this this uh, position of, of playing a role in history, you know, but not a not a not really having a current place in history. Um, I don't know that that just seems to strike me. Uh, the uh, other ones that we have, I mean, there's just so little to work with. And when you see the movie, Jim, if you cut out the the montage sequences, <laughs> yeah. of which there are plenty Many. and long, <laughs> there's probably maybe an hour of material um, The chase scene itself is 26 minutes, and all they keep saying is, who are those guys? Right. I mean, that's about all you get out of it. Right. Until the end. The end. Right. And that's the most memorable part of the, the movie, practically. Right. right. Um, when, when I, oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Sam. When I saw those montages, I went to uh, inhibitors, and I was thinking, how did, I wonder how this would represent the inhibitors. But the story slowed down, you know, the montages. Security in the overall story is what we got. Um, those montages were usually they're they're all they're having a good time and things were good. Yeah, yeah. That's actually I think that's really well. At least um, no, that's right. That's exactly what they were. So so there's no threat at that point. So we can just you know the things just sort of come to a stop. <laughs> there's no use saying anything. So. Right, and until the story picks up when suddenly now. You know, they need to start robbing again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so no, I, that, I think that does work. You know, again, I think this is... We have a, a, a bit of fluff that we're working with, so... Um, you know, the best part about the movie, though, is that, you know, the, the main and influence characters. They're definitely a, a really good pair. And, uh, and, and the relationship between the two of them is... It's quite good. The dialogue is really nice. The overall story is pretty simple. I, I always have a problem with uh, when the effect is the problem and the solution is cause. So, does that mean so the problem is the outcome and the way to, to solve that is by uh, the like in the relationship? Yes. Yeah, so look at the, look at the. Um, Okay, I, it, it'll, I'm going to make an argument, slightly inverted argument from the story form we're talking about, but if we were looking at this from what we would call, in this story, the antagonist's perspective, which is really, we, you know, Butch and, Butch and Sundance seem to be the antagonist, but they're not really, because otherwise it would be success if they get stopped. But the railroad guy and, and the authority guys, 
especially the railroad guy, what pisses him off more than anything is the effect that he's having on his railroad. You know, him steal it, them stealing, them blowing it up, them delaying, all these things, so that the solution is, I'm going to get rid of the cause. And it doesn't matter how much money I spend, <laughs> because it's not about the money. It's that's it's it's that's what I thought was really interesting. And it isn't about the money. It's going to cost them way more to actually get rid of them than you know what it would cost them to buy them off. Even Butch even says that. Well, why yeah. does he just pay me and we'll just leave him alone and right. everybody will be happy? But because. <laughs> You know, so the solution was get rid of the cause. Um, okay. And I think that if you were going to sort of invert it that way, you could say it was a success story. But we don't see that character. We don't really it really shown so com so much from the subjective perspective that you know you kind of have to really sort of twist things around. Which would probably more accurately describe what's going on, but just you don't see that. So, um, because really, it's it's almost all the you know main character, influence character, and relationship through lines. <laughs> with, with what if what if we said the overall story was about ruling the West? You know, and that's that would fit into doing. And well, because then what about Bolivia? That's not the West. It's the new West because <laughs> because the old West is. No, I, 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 that's why I think I, that's why I think you know our protagonists are these bank robbers and they want to rob banks and yeah. so as long as they can keep on robbing banks then it's successful and they essentially run out of banks and even people to rob. You know that that was that that last thing is like there's not even anything worth taking from these guys. You know and so that was a real big indicator that they're. Their time was up. They really had outlived their profession. Um, you know, as a as a cowboy bank robber, except in Australia where they fit right in with all the rest of the convicts. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. We have. We can go hide out in the outback. Right. Right. <laughs> we'll be just like citizens. Exactly. They all speak English. That's right. We'll fit right in. Yeah. Um, so I think this actually I think for what we have is it's not a bad story form you know I think it hits the it hits the big the big part the big marks and if you look at the growth the main character growth at start and I think that's a really good one for a steadfast character so Butch is essentially waiting for this sort of the kickstart back into the way things used to be he's he's holding out hoping that They'll be able to. They'll, they'll be relevant again. <laughs> yeah. In some, and and in it just after. it just doesn't happen. <laughs> but that's that's where he's you know holding out for that that next you know the the the, the one that's going to really make them all you know take care of them forever. And it's not that it's it's not a it's not a particular amount of money, it's, you know, I we can do this forever type of thing. And you had that little bit in the montage where they were doing it very successful, but then of course it ran out and they were back to having to try other methods of making money. 
Okay. Sam, did you have any other have any questions? Well, I, I presume part of why I couldn't hear very well, but in the relationship story, I see symptom and response is non accurate and accurate. Did you say this already? I mean, there was that. No, I didn't. <laughs> I was managing to skip over that. So you always write. He says they're in the tree. You know, Butch always has a good instinct about you know where. I bet there's only one guy. They're in the trees, and he can cast. He says to him, "You're." You're always right, or something. Right, and he thinks that when somebody says something, something seems out of whack, that he has to he has to look at it and say, okay, what's where, where what's really going on? Um, yeah, yeah, right, his yeah. theories are, are are a problem, but he seems to be well. The but, right, but you see the non-accurate, accurate. That's those those back and forth conversations between the two of them. You know, you say, you know, you know, like you were wrong before. I was like, well, no. If you just, you know, you look at it like this, then it's then that's actually right. So you change the frame of reference, and I was I was correct. So that's kind of what happens with accurate, not accurate. It's like, yeah. what is the frame of reference? You know, it, oh, is that too tight? Well, then I'll loosen the frame of reference. Now it's okay, or or it's too broad. I'll, na- I'll narrow it. You've had to turn into Daniel Webster to make <laughs> argument. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's why I came because I wanted to hear this. <laughs> um, Thank you. This is another good movie. Haven't seen it for a long time. I, yeah, I haven't seen it since it came out. So really, no. Lord. Yeah, I had uh, I had memories of about three scenes. <laughs> well, when you were four, no, I was eleven. Love. The scene, one where where he's forcing her to undress, and one where they jumped off the canyon, and what was the third one? <laughs> no, I didn't remember the dress one. I remembered the. I remember. Remember. You didn't remember the dress one? Are you serious? Uh, excuse me. I am not of that persuasion. After. <laughs> excuse me. It, it was, it was major. Yes. Uh, no, I, the jumping off. Obviously, the very last shot. Yeah, there you go. And um, I think the very the, the scene with the uh, oh, I'm sorry the uh, the card game. So like those three those three beats were the ones that I remembered from before. Although I did the the first yeah, one not as much. It's funny I just didn't remember any of the surrounding. Oh oh obviously no actually the other thing I did remember was. The second time they tried to, uh, that they, they were robbing the train to open up the, um, uh, to open up the safe, and what happens with that? Yeah, that's that. That I remember. That that was one of the most. That was one of the Rain, most distinct things. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Well, yeah, I remembered that too. <laughs> I didn't really remember. I thought it, I thought that actually had came like much further on into the film. Mm-hmm. No, it didn't, obviously. Just yeah, there's the group there. But. Okay, well, I guess this is going to be an early night. Amazing. Now next next month is going to be the Wizard of Oz, which was going to be an interesting one too. <laughs> Quit saying, oh, this one's going to be easy. No, I didn't say these no, are you, easy. No, but you always say, 
Oh, let's let's pick one. We, we did the easy oh, stuff. Oh well, the look, this domain. This is really easy. Oh my God. The domains oh. I thought were pretty pretty straightforward. I know you thought. <laughs> you created All a right. damn program. Well. <laughs> All right, next time I'll let you lead it, and I'll keep no. it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be careful. Uh, that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guy. I'll, I'll see you later, Sam. Thank you very much. Another good night. Have a good evening. Good night, Sam. This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com